Hey everybody, this is me, FJOJR, Francisco, whatever you want to call me. It's, it's been a while since I've done one of these pieces, and I, I, I don't expect to be talking a lot right now. I, I've been doing my game reviews, but I've also been uh, swamped with work, so that's kind of been occupying my time, especially. However, I feel like I, I would be a disservice to everyone else, seeing as how I've been giving these updates on mental health and my conditions. Now, I, I erased my old posts about it, about my transition, my journey, mainly because I just hadn't figured it out back then and honestly because I've I think it, it, part of the the journey of self-discovery and self-improvement requires you to look back see it but then of course move forward and move on so I, I didn't want to leave those behind as relics of the past I just wanted to hear them one more time and then move on to the future while also remembering what got me from a big giant hole and out of that hole in the first place. So really for me, this, this entry right here is very meaningful to me because I feel like I'm finally back to being at peace with my life and the uncertainty of the future doesn't truly concern me at the moment. And by that, I mean, I don't let that uncertainty handcuff me with worry that I stress out about it or I just am paralyzed by fear or change. And that is a massive difference in how I perceive the world compared to how I perceived it before. I am the type of person who tends to try to plan out things ahead of time with regards to my life. But I also feel like at the same time, I, I kind of stumble into things and I've been very fortunate about that, but I, I, I don't, I try to keep an even keel regardless of the circumstances and I try. I try to at least. Now, I can convey that from an outsider's perspective because I, I used to be able to do a very good job in masking any sort of inner turmoil that I've had with people that, you know, even people who were the closest to me. But this year, that bubbled over and boiled over and it completely rocked me 
with regards to me getting into a massive depression. And that right there is a is is still a feeling I I, I even to this day I, I can't believe I went so low as I did. But at the same time I accept the fact that I was that broken at a certain point in my life. And that shattering of myself ultimately (laughs) was good for me because I, it finally got me to look inside and seek some help and see the the things that I I let overtake or hijack my mind all the insecurities all all of those things that I let hijack my mind that prevent me from being able to be myself the good part of myself so uh, one of the things that I a conversation I had with my dad or a comment that he made to me was that he finally like the way that I've I've acted the way that I've been carrying myself as of late he feels that I finally am 100% back to being me and Maybe, I guess my family and my friends can say that. And I I guess, uh, I I don't know if I'm 100% there. Maybe I'm 90% there. I'm not sure. But I do know that I finally feel like I'm at peace with myself again. Myself, my lot in life, all of those things, I I feel like I'm finally at peace with it. And it doesn't, and I'm trying not to let things that I, I truly want or things that I, that, that may, or unfortunate things that might happen, I don't want those types of things worrying me for the future with regards to me finding a home or me finding someone in a relationship or, or, or me handling a thing with work or, or with family relationships or friends, uh, these are just uncertainties or, or even the outside world. I have been able to not let that break me anymore. Now, I'm not a master at it. I I still have to remember to control my emotions to reflect, self-reflect as to some of the good things and the bad things that I do. Because I'm, I'm not perfect and and uh, I feel like that 
the best thing for me is to continuously what am I trying to say here I, I feel like the best thing for me has been to just continuously think think about the situation and not make a big deal out of it because before thing everything was a big deal to me and even now I, I still struggle with it I still struggle with minute situations that bother me a little bit and well they bother or they should bother me only a little bit and sometimes I, I let that bother me more than I should and it's a work in progress but the good thing about that is that I'm recognizing these things and I'm making sure that I don't let that bother me for long. I don't let that carry on for more than a day or more than an hour or what have you. I, I don't worry or I don't try to concern myself too much with things that are outside of my control. And all of these things that I learned through therapy, I utilize now. I utilize and I, I try to recognize certain things. Um, so like, a, uh, let's say, for example, a uh, somebody that... Uh, a friend of mine who may not be answering my phone calls or may not be answering my texts or what have you. I'm not concerning myself too much with that type of stuff. And because it's very easy for people to think the worst about a certain situation. Think, what, did I do something wrong? What's wrong with them? Why are they, what's going on? What's, and you start creating storylines in your head that are negative and allow that to affect yourself. Rather, I just think of it like, well, I don't know what's going on, but uh, hope everything's all right. But I'm going to have to carry on with my own thing. I'll check up, see if everything's good, and that's it. So that that's that's how I uh, I carry out something like that because it doesn't make any sense for me to just constantly think and worry about something like that. It, it's it's something that. It is what it is, and it's like, okay, well, I can't control another human being, whether they want to speak to me or not, or or I don't know what's going on. I don't know the situation. Maybe an emergency. Maybe, maybe they just don't feel like talking, and sometimes people are like that, too. So it, it just, so it, it's nothing personal, and that's that's another thing. That's another thing that 
I, I make sure to not let affect me as to view the actions of other people either towards me directly or indirectly and think of it as a as something personal towards me. They're, they're treating me in a certain way or they're doing in a certain action and it's something to do with me because really that's <laughs> I can't be that self-centered. <laughs> really I cannot be. That's not a good thing either. It's just you just kind of have to be like, well, it's, cast your ego aside, especially. Because a lot, a lot of that is also ego. And just be like, well, other people got other things to do. They got other priorities that are not, that you may not be there or, or what have you. Or it could just be something you could just, it, it's, or it could just be something so inconsequential. Something where like, that it, you, you're worrying over something that's not there. And it doesn't make any sense to worry about stuff that's not there, worry about stuff that doesn't exist, worry about stuff that hasn't even happened. So I just avoid that. I, I avoid that with regards to, once again, uh, for the Family relationships. With family, it's a bit tough because it's a closer relationship in that sense. But with friends, uh, with work, with work. So uh, I, I try not to think about what does my boss think of me. Uh, I know that as long as I do my work and I do it well, I don't, <laughs> and the office doesn't explode when I'm there. I'm good. I, I should be fine. That's that's part of the. <laughs> that's that's part of that. As long as I'm confident in what I do, then I don't have much to worry about. Like uh, once again, friendships out there. I I would hope that. I do not do anything to offend some of my friends. And I would hope that um, that if I did do something that they could approach me without it. But regardless, I try to ensure that I haven't done anything to bring such a feeling towards them because <laughs> friends and really anybody that comes into my life and is just there for me, I try to make sure that I, I, tr I let them know how much I appreciate them for what they do for me. And a lot of people have done a lot of things for me this year. 
and I'm incredibly grateful for everything that they've done. I, I feel like I'm finally at peace with myself once more. And I, I, I walked out of work sometime earlier this week. And I've been working late. I've been working uh, into the night. And I walk out of the office. I'm walking to my car. There, uh, you have to pump air in the tires and things like that. But it's it's a nice, clear night outside. The moon is very clear. Not too many clouds in the sky at all. It's it's not too hot. And I'm looking up at the sky, and I'm like, wow, the sky looks great today. And the sky, I'm just staring up at it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm leaving work, and I know that, look, I'm single, don't have my own home yet, I, I, don't, uh, I don't have any kids, I... And for a lot of people that being of a certain age and not having those yet bothers them. It'll wreck their lives. And for a lot of people, yeah, that that could wreck their lives. Or, or, or they could let that wreck their lives. Not that those situations wreck their lives. It's that they view it as something so negative that they they're desperate to try and change their situation. And I I went through that this year. With regards to having a relationship, with regards to trying to find a home as quickly as possible. It it, it wasn't good for me. And now I'm trying my best to take the approach with regards to some of the things that I do desire in my life. And through stoicism and things like that, I try not to want more than what I need. Um, I, I try to take care of my actual needs and the wants that I want in my life, the things that I desire. Uh, nothing so over the top, something so far-fetched that it's beyond the realm of reality. For me, I'm trying not to... Because I I got a little bit discouraged with regards to trying to find a home. And I feel like me not rushing it at this point has been better for me because it's something that I do want to deal with and I am and I'm going to give it another shot for sure but I, I may just need to take a little bit more of a wait and see approach and really take really make more preparations for it because now for me now I've got an idea of what it takes to get to that 
to that end point. Because I've been close, just haven't been able to break through. And the first thing has been, I mean, it, it, I mean, money is the big thing, right? But, and, but I'm, I may need to start thinking of other situations and stuff like that. I, I may, I, I really need to see what, not, not only something that I want, but something that makes sense. That makes sense. And so now it's all a matter of stepping back, letting the water, the waters calm down, and then jumping back in and seeing what we can do. So, and what truly makes sense for me. So that that's that's what's going on with regards to that. As far as like a relationship stuff, I'm not trying to rush anything there either. Um, and uh, I don't want to delve too much into my endeavors with regards to that, but. I I feel like the desperation to be in a relationship is not a good thing for anybody because it it means you may not even be in it for the right reasons. And if you're not in it for the right reasons then you're definitely not going to hang on to it for a long period of time. I think a lot of the for me it I I I'm trying not to force anything anymore. And if I try and if I catch myself maybe being over over eager or what have you or or being pushy and things like that I try to catch myself and not be that way um it's really not anything that bothers me now because I, I I I feel like, yes, I, I, I would like to find somebody. I would like to find somebody I can settle down with and, and think about the future possibilities of a home or a family or what have you. I, I feel like I'm finally back at a stage where I can think about it in a sensible way without the influences of a past relationship that bogged me down. I feel like I'm still in this transitionary period that my doctor was telling me that I was going through. But I feel like I'm finally getting to the point where I'm out of that transition period. Because I have... The funny thing is, like, 
I've been leaving work late because of, I've, I'm, I'm trying to catch up with some stuff and I'm trying to get ahead of my work at the same time and um, trying to plan out a weekend and stuff like that for, for just a, it's a time off for me. But I feel like despite the fact that I've, uh, some days I've been leaving at 9 or 9.30, 8.30, around the, that time frame at night, even though I'm leaving work late, I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> a lot of people who hate their jobs or, or what have you, or that are leaving late, a lot of people will be like, not happy about it. Not happy that they have to be there. But for me, it's, it's not, it hasn't bothered me. It hasn't bothered me at all. I I feel so much pleasantness in my solitude because I, I no longer think of my solitude as loneliness because I don't feel lonely. Yes, I am by myself at this office. I'm by myself. I... I I listen to things and I, 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 the most I do is uh, talk to family or text friends and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, and yeah, it's like, okay, well, other people are going, what have you, and, I, and I'm stuck at work. I'm, and I don't feel like I'm stuck at work. I feel like I'm choosing to be there. And when I leave, I feel a sense of accomplishment and feel good about myself. I feel so much at peace, I can go home, sit down, relax, play a game, look at some sports stuff, some memes, what have you, videos, and I'm good. I'm at peace. I'm at peace. And on the weekends, go see family, what have you, or um, uh, have have lunch with one of my friends and stuff like that during the week. Like I, I don't, I really don't feel bad about it, and that's that's a level of peace that I haven't felt in a long, long time. In a long, long time, and I, I feel like if you're out there. And you were in the sort of situation that I was. I feel like I, it, it, I can only hope that the things that I'm saying will help you. Because a lot of people struggle in solitude. And I've realized that that the, the only time that I ever struggled with solitude is when I was, is when people or, or someone that I had cared about a lot made me feel like I was alone. Because before... And I've been like this for a while. I mean, I, I've 
it's just the way that I've been. Uh, I've had friends and, and things like that. It's not not an issue with regards to friends or anything like that. It's just the fact that or 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 relation or just a struggle to get into a relationship. It's just a matter of it, just a matter of just the circumstances where I was just not with anybody like after 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 high school I went to community college and I didn't have any local friends uh the guys that I grew up with in my neighborhood one moved the I mean two of them moved away one of them I stopped talking to just started getting into drugs and things like that. And, and the other ones, I don't know where one went and, and the other one, uh, you know, there was a falling out, even though he was my best friend at one point, like all of those, those relationships fell, fell away because we were no longer <laughs> seeing eye to eye with certain things and certain ways we were carrying our lives. And then at community college, it was, it's a it's a commuter school. It's it's go in, get out, and that's it. You, I'm not sticking around for anything more. And I didn't make any school friends. Um, and it wasn't for a lack of trying with regards to trying to find a relationship or anything like that. Trying to ask a girl out, she stood me up. I'm like, oh well, have that. You know, I, uh, but at that time I was making a transition in my life with regards to, I lost a ton of weight. I, I changed, um, the way that I, uh, saw school. I, I actually became hardcore into my studies. I just threw myself into that and that was the goal. That was the mission right there so being in solitude going taking the bus uh public pu taking the public bus to and from school and things like that because i didn't have a car nobody could drive me and and so i i spent a lot of time by myself and it didn't bother me I didn't feel this sadness or this depression. It just didn't. I just didn't. I go to Florida State, meet my best friend Mike. I'm in the church and things like that. Friend Mike turns a frat, hanging out with those guys and things like that. I had friends. I had friends in, in at university, college, you know. I wasn't in solitude there but but there was a point where I was because when I first got there I was with a roommate that we didn't really talk or anything at all and and I was just going to class jogging um and getting back home doing whatever I need to do for studying and then um playing video games, playing my Wii, 
and watching YouTube videos on my Wii's uh, <laughs> on the Wii. Yeah, on, on YouTube XL on the Wii. We're watching every episode of Kingdom Cal again. Like I was just doing that. And and yeah, I was starting to get to know friends and at the church and things like that, but for the most part, my first year there was uh, as far as my living situation, I was in solitude too. Um, and but then I, me and Mike, uh, became roommates before the first year ended, and we moved in together, things like that. Probably spent a month together, and then he went back home for the summer. I stayed to do summer classes. And in the summer classes, I mean, there's nobody, nobody's in town. Nobody's in town. And the Tallahassee is pretty empty. So I was in solitude for that entire time. I didn't go back to, I didn't go back home. I was in solitude. I, I I didn't go back to you know when parents and stuff like that. I, just, I was in solitude. I was just there by myself. And I studied, ate, got home, played Wii, watched videos, and watched the Marlins. And that was it. That was my summer. I didn't have an issue with it. I was fine. I wasn't, I didn't feel lonely. I think one of my friends actually stuck around there too, and I would hang out with him a couple of times. But for the most part, I was just not bothered by being in solitude. I was, I was just doing what I needed to do for college and things like that. And then I, I, I got back, I came back again, and then I went through the whole experience of of three more years of, of, of the same thing with regards to coming back home and not really having any local friends and or much of a school friends, but just doing what I needed to do, get a master's and for school, and that was my mission. And I, uh, but I was with my family, so I wasn't alone. Or anything like that, but with regards to school and things like that, I was in solitude, and um, my dog died, and I was in massive depression from that, and I had to go through that, and then I went to law school, and in law school found tons of friends, um, had family here. Um, met, got into a relationship with someone that I thought could be something for for the first time in my life like that, and and but the pressure from that relationship and things like that, I I just and I and I made him and and. That relationship, I made a lot of mistakes um, with regards to staying in that one and not 
uh, I made mistakes. And I made mistakes, especially because I, I, I thought I could make something of somebody with that. And I, I, I just, I didn't do a good job there. And I hurt many people along the way. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't good. I wasn't good. And I, and I let being in a relationship become my identity. Meaning I couldn't be at peace with myself, at peace with, with being in solitude. I, I lost a part of me. A part of me that a lot of people liked. And so when I lost that relationship, I felt like I I lost me. In reality, I had lost me a while ago. It wasn't until this happened that I realized that I... I had replaced that part of me with being in a relationship and letting that affect my own peace. And so over the course of these few months, I needed to relearn. Not only I needed to rediscover myself, by rediscovering myself, I could learn to love myself again. And learning to love myself again, I could learn to be with me and be okay in solitude. And I needed to realize that I wasn't lonely in life. I had so much support. I'm lucky. I'm blessed. I'm fortunate. And I've put myself in a situation like that too. Um, I, I, a lot of things that I learned about myself, learned about trying to be more positive towards myself and, and, and really, really self-reflecting of my flaws and all of my strengths. My... Like my dad today told me that one of the things that I'm blessed with is that I have a big heart. And I, I try not to, and I know my doctor had told me that I needed to be more positive with myself and I needed to acknowledge things like that. And I, 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 I and it's, it's kind of like, oh, it's, you're being modest. And maybe I am. Maybe, or maybe you're trying to be humble about it, but I, I don't like to praise myself too much. And if somebody else is giving me compliments and things like that, then I will take them and I will appreciate them and I will do those sorts of things. But I, I, I really try not to overly pump myself up with regards or, or, you know, pump my tires <laughs> for uh, just being me. 
Um, I feel like the, I'm just doing what what I, I need to do for myself, and, and and hopefully that that includes a lot of good things for other people. And now, now that I'm I'm finally back at peace with myself, I, I feel like I I need that that I can start because I, if I, if I can't love myself, how can I love someone else? How can I give my love to other people? And now I'm at a point where I do love myself again. I do love me. And I do feel fulfilled enough with myself that now I can share my love with other people. And other people will um, will find the especially the people who help me will will start to see the benefits of that uh, of my appreciation for them. Um, most recently, my my friend, uh, my best friend Andrew, he he helped me out with, at work because I was just getting swamped and stuff, and I I had I asked him if he could help me. Now, and I've done this before. I've asked him to come and help me, and I would pay him. I would pay him to come in and, and, and just help me around you know, for like a part-time gig, let's just say. And he had specifically asked me if, if this was coming out of my pocket. I'm like, yes, I, I will pay you. And he refused. He refused to take my money. Andrew's a great guy. He does things like that. And I'm like, I... And I I never want to feel like I'm I'm taking advantage of somebody. I I, I don't, especially the people that helped me this year, especially those people. I I don't want to be like, I'm I'm taking advantage of of them, um, siphoning them and and, and their time and things like that. If I feel like if if I'm being too much and I will step back let them have their space and stuff like that, and then we will continue. And for with Andrew, I was like, well, I got to do something for him. So I, I bought him a video game. I bought him a, a baseball video game, the, the, the latest one. You know, he didn't own it. He didn't have it. And he tends to not get current games when they, when they come out. He usually has to wait. And I'm like, oh, we'll get him something like that because I want to show him my appreciation for him, how much I love him, and and that's it. Because he's one of the reasons why I'm I'm at this point with regards to myself. In, in, in almost a way, he inadvertently helped me too, because there was a point where there was a point where I was just I was relying on him every day, and then there was a point where I I felt like he was going to come into my office because he was studying for something. I, I offered him my office, like the extra room, for him to go and study, and we'd be 
I felt like I wasn't going to be alone in my office. Like I was very excited about the proposition of having someone there. And it was mainly one of the reasons was because I, I the primary reason was because I, I didn't, I, at that point I was still finding it very hard to be by myself because my mind was racing. I was thinking of things. I was thinking of the past. I was thinking of future scenario. I was just, I was not, my, my mind just was not at peace with anything. And then, for whatever reason, he wasn't coming in every day. He was you know, once a week, twice a week. I, I have no idea. And, and it was... It wasn't what I was expecting. So, I had to be by myself. I had work. I needed to do things. I, I had finally gotten to a point where I, I didn't need his help to help me with regards to me actually running my life. Because I was not running my life. And there was all of this time. And I needed, and I was just there. By myself. And I think a lot of people with depression, and remind you, I'm not an expert, I'm just someone that went through it, and I'm just recounting what I was going through. Um, I think a, a lot of, and I, maybe I, I shouldn't generalize when I was starting out that sentence, but at least when I was going through my depression, and, and I'm sure there are many people who felt the same way that I did, was that not only are you depressed, but you are, you feel like you are alone in all of this, regardless if there's people that are supporting you, you still feel alone, even though you're not. And and it's it takes a lot of self-reflection and discipline. For you to try to convince your mind to stop thinking of it that way. Because for me, I had been so convinced that I was alone without this woman in my life. That I was missing a part of me without this in my life that without it I was incomplete I was not whole and how can I be happy I am alone that's how I felt 
and it's every day, and it's and it's every hour, and it's every minute where I had to use all the things that I had learned in therapy to reinforce positive thoughts and not only not only one deal with my insecurities but and my mental hang-ups and blocks but two to remove any sort of remove any sort of negative thoughts with regards to myself um, and the prospect of me being by myself. I I feel like that that time frame from May, June, and July. That time frame was all dedicated to finally getting me to stop to stop being negative about my situation. To start realizing that I, I, I truly, truly had things to be happy about and had things to look forward to as well. Because it's not just a matter of Of, of being, because you know, it's it, it, it's a matter of, of seeing. Um, because it, a lot of people have different circumstances, it's, you know. I mean, you can be, you could have more, you could have less. But from regardless of whether you have more or you have less, the idea is not to think of it that way. It's the idea is to be at peace with what you have now. Because who knows what you'll have in the future? Who knows? Who knows? And you can't change anything about what you had or didn't have in the past. And for me, I, I just, I had all these things that were going good for me. And it's because of what I had done, because of The way that I carried myself with people around me and the way I carried myself with my own life. And that was me. And that was me and that those are things that I I, I could do and I, I could I could utilize that for the future and I could and I, I'm not I'm not a screw up. I'm not Bad. I'm. I'm not. I'm not unworthy of happiness. 
I was denying myself true happiness. Because really, I mean, one of the issues was that I, I thought others had to give me happiness. But it, it all comes from within. If you're happy from within, then, then you're just going to be happy. Anyways, I think I've spoken long enough about this. Um, and and really, I, I, I'm, I'm getting tired here. It's, it's getting late, or it is late for me here when I just recorded this. But I hope everybody appreciates what they have right now and, and and what they can do and when the things that you've got at your disposal and make the best of it. Um, I, I, I can't say that my experience can translate to everybody else, but I, I hope that what I have gone through will at least be an example of someone that got to the other side that was able to make it over and get out of that hole. Um, well, thank you everybody for for listening to this. Uh, you can follow me on whatever I'm out there. FJOJR, you just search that and You'll see everything that I I do. You can follow me wherever. Um, and I, I really hope that this helps someone out there.